So you have just promoted to a leadership position in your company and you are so pumped and excited and have just kind of passed over this adrenaline hump. The waters have stilled. Things are kind of going back to normal and it just hits you. What do I do now? Well, friend, I have been there myself and I have also helped develop probably a couple, I would say a little over a hundred leaders in my time in the network marketing industry. And let's just say the ones who took this advice that I'm about to share with you continued to thrive and have success. And the people who did not do some of the things or all of the things that I'm about to share continued to struggle, stayed in that save and protect their title mode, and never went on to grow a huge, sustainable business. So leadership is not for everyone, but I know that with the right tools and tips, Anyone could have success in this industry and continue to thrive and build an incredible team and community if they're willing to put in the work. Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. So the first thing I want to encourage you to do is give yourself a pat on the back. You just did something incredible, something that very few people, I know it might not seem that way, but truly very few people who enter the network marketing industry ever make more than $10, honestly, but much less become a leader. So give yourself a pat on the back. That is a huge accomplishment. But the second thing I want to encourage you to look at is what is it that you want from this business? Do you want to continually receive the paycheck you just got? Do you see big things for yourself? Are you interested in growing this, you know, incredible team? What is your vision for your life, right? And how does your business opportunity with the company that you're partnered with play into that? So maybe you are looking to pay off your debt, or maybe you are wanting to quit a job, or maybe it's just you're so in love with the products and the community aspect that you love being a part of this company and what it is that you do. Well, I want to encourage you first to just kind of like pause 
right? Because in the busy busyness of life, we sometimes forget to do that. So take a moment, you know, take a step back, look at what you've accomplished and decide what is it that you want to continually do? What is sustainable? And what would you like out of your business? So if your goal is to continually thrive and be consistent and grow, then listen up. I'm going to share some things with you that will help you do just that. So the first thing is make sure you have in front of you every single day your goals. So whether that is to be paid at your title or to work towards another promotion, keep your goals in front of you. The second thing I want you to pay attention to is the difference in your income or special perks that you receive when you promote, right? So the reason why I think this is important is, you know, you don't want to miss out on anything by like a hundred bucks or a couple hundred dollars, or maybe one person getting qualified or right. Like you don't want to miss out on something. If you don't know what it is that you're missing out on, it could be more money. It could be free products. You know, every, um, company is different, but make sure you pay attention to what are, what are the perks to becoming a leader with the company that you're in. And after you have, you know, written out what it is that you want and you are, you know, oh, you're like, okay, I want to, you know, become a diamond or an executive or whatever it is with your company, or maybe it has nothing to do with that, but more or less you're saying I have an income goal that I need to make or want to make every single month. Or maybe you have a goal to help people on your team become leaders. You know, it's just, there's so many different reasons why people are drawn to leadership within different companies, but a lot of times it's because of the money. So sit down and write out what is your income goal. And then I want you to like, you know, backtrack and say, what does my business need to look like in order to achieve that income? So let's just say, you know, your income goal is $3,000 a month. I have no idea, right? Could be 20,000, it could be 300, everyone is gonna vary, but this concept works for everyone. So if your income goal is 3,000 a month, you have to decide when you sell products, how many product sets or you know how much are you going to have to sell to make that $3,000? It's usually a lot, right? Or how many leaders and other people do you need to bring on and develop in order to make that $3,000. Now, is this something you are willing to consistently do? If the answer is yes, then you just need to say, okay, I know I'm willing to bring on four people every month. Um, and you know, maybe you've already proven to yourself that you can do that. Well, what did you do to get those four people? And then how can you implement a system in order to consistently do that? At the end of the day, People who are really successful in this industry or anywhere in life have incredible systems in place. And it's not a matter of, you know, you may look at these people in the industry that are way high up and think, oh, they just must work a ton of hours. And I mean, I'm sure there are times when they do, but honestly, most of them are probably working less. They're just working smarter. So there are lots of things you could be doing, right? You could be creating all of these fun graphics for your team. 
And you could be, you know, doing all of these fun game nights and, you know, community building things and exercising and there's nothing <laughs> exercises and there's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, is it income producing? Is it going to move the needle in your business? All right. So that's what you need to be thinking about. I also want to encourage you to make a list of all of the qualities of someone who you would want on your team. You know, maybe it's things like they're consistent, they're coachable, they're encouraging. Maybe they are just like an inspiration to you. They stay above the line. Like maybe they're not super negative and, you know, they're encouraging when problems do arise. They don't work to minimums, right? So think of these qualities that you would want in someone on your team and then ask yourself, am I embodying do I represent this person, right? Are you consistent? Are you coachable? Are you inspirational? Are you encouraging? Do you stay above the line? And are you working to minimums, right? So you have to kind of ask yourself that because the leader is the one who sets the pace. And at the end of the day, if you, you know, feel like you're just kind of working the business for fun, it's like a hobby, chances are you're going to attract people who are working the business for fun and treat it like a hobby. But if you are the CEO of your business and you are just, you know, really treating this like an income opportunity, especially because it is, <laughs> then you're probably going to attract those high level people that want to you know, have this other income producing opportunity. So once you have kind of established this, you know, minds and done some of this mindset work where you're, you're setting some goals, you're doing some personal evaluation, you're creating this like ideal business builder and deciding, is this me? And if not, where do I need to improve? The next thing I want to encourage you to do is to, there's an, there is honestly an order <laughs> in which I would coach my leaders when they became a, when they promoted, I had a video they would watch and it was very similar to this episode. And I basically went through all of the things that a leader should focus on in the order that they should focus on it. Right? So sometimes it's hard to set boundaries as a leader because you've got maybe these brand new people come on and you want to support them and you want everyone to have success in the business and you want everyone to earn the trips and do the things, right? But at the end of the day, we can't be everything to everyone. And so what do I mean by that? Well, of course, we want to love and respect everyone that comes to our team, but you also have to recognize that this is a job. Do you think the CEO of Dell or Target or Chick-fil-A or whoever, right, they are taking time to connect with that employee that only shows up maybe like once or twice a week to work at the um, ca cash register? No, they're probably not. The Chick-fil-A person is not. The Target CEO is not. Maybe even, all right, these kids are running around out there. Sorry for the background noise. Um, no, they're not talking to that person because why? Because that person is replaceable. I hate to say it. Don't, don't shoot the messenger. Okay. But that person is replaceable. The person that is not replaceable 
or at least not as easily replaced, is that high level manager, that management position. Those are the people that the CEO, you know, is like, or even the people that own the franchises, right? So he's he's connecting with the people that are moving the needle in his business or her business, right? And so the very first thing you need to think about is who are your business builders? Who are the people that are going to run this race with you? Who are willing to, when you're like, I need to delegate something to someone, maybe um, you are doing a Mindset Monday, which is what I do with my Hugh and Grace team. Every Monday night, we have a Mindset Monday and um, you know we cover different topics. We have guest speakers, right? Who is someone that you could very easily delegate something to if something were to happen, right? Don't be that leader that has to be the, um, you know, chief everything officer, right? Don't be the CEO who has to be in control of every single little thing. Don't do that. That will burn you out faster than a, a candle that's lit. I'm serious. It will burn you out. Okay. That's not a good analogy, but you get the idea. It'll burn you out. Okay. So I want to encourage you to first put the oxygen mask on on first. Okay. So first step is to evaluate your personal business. What are you wanting to continually do and sus what can you sustain? So you may decide, okay, I want to, you know, find a new customer every single week, or you may say, I want to do, you know, two parties or four parties every single week, whatever your goal is. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. Like you, your goal is your goal. Like if you're like, I can sustain four shows a week, Great. Do that. If you're like, I want to, you know, find one cut new customer every week and mainly support my team. Great. That's fine. But recognize that whatever it is that you're doing, more than likely your team will follow suit. Okay. So personal business is always first. And that means, you know, whether it's recruiting or parties or sales or whatever that is, right. You need to kind of evaluate what it is that you want to set the standard to for your team culture. And then that is what you need to work towards. Um, the other thing I would encourage you to think about is also social media. And, you know, you may not necessarily feel like that is a big part of your business, but that is also your opportunity to um, expand your network. And so in some form or fashion, you should be using social media. Um, so I would encourage you to, you know, whether you are trying to, you know, recognize your team member's success and kind of marketing the business opportunity in that fashion, if you're not confident showing up and bragging on yourself, I should say in a way, then Promote people on your team and share some success stories from them and things that they're doing or talk about what the founders or the CEO or what your corporate, the corporate side is doing to help support your team and your community. Um, you know, of course, talking about the products. Now, that whole like concept of the 80-20 rule is usually what I tell people. But honestly, like I don't even worry myself about it anymore because my you know, business is so much a part of my life, like embedded in everything I do, almost every decision. And no, it's not like consuming my life, but more or less, I am so passionate about the network marketing industry that I get so excited. And I'm like, I want to share it. And I have so many friends and family, you know, that, and just people in my community that 
are also affected by network marketing and, and they're interested, right? And in what's going on in my world. And they want to follow me because they have been following my journey and they know my kids and they know my story, right? And so when you're showing up consistently over time, you're going to build that you know, um, community and following, not just in numbers, but you're going to build an authority in your industry and people are going to want to be a part of what you're doing. And so that I think is a piece that is important as leaders to still show up. Um, it doesn't have to be picture perfect, but, um, personal business, um, you know, and social media, I think should be the first priority before you worry about stuff for your team. The second focus should then be your team. And what I mean by that is the very first thing that I think everyone should have in check is onboarding. I mean, 100%. And if this is something that you are like, oh my gosh, now you're talking about stuff I do not know what to do with or how to do, I'm just going to put a plug right now for our Multiply 2.0 program. Monique Scripps, she and I have partnered and created the best program out there for network marketing, uh, lead, just anyone in network marketing. You don't have to be a leader, but I especially think this is so powerful for someone who is like, I want to take my business seriously. And you either already are a leader or you're like wanting to be a leader or you are ready to scale. Like maybe you have been stuck at a position and you're like, I can't figure out how to grow. Um, there are some things that we share with you and one of them is onboarding. And, and it is honestly, if you're interested, our next cycle starts on April 14th. And I would love if you're listening to this in real time, I would love for you to be a part of that. I will put a link um, to um, the application if you're interested in enrolling. It is a 12 week program. I can you can feel free to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or um, you know, text me if you're, if you have my number and just ask me some questions about it. I would love to share more. It is a phenomenal program. You get 12 weeks of social media content. You get 12 weeks of course content coaching. And one of the topics is onboarding. We talk about how to support a new team member in their journey, whether they're coming in and saying, I want all the things I want to scale my business, or they're coming in and saying, I'm just here because I'm part of the community. We're going to talk about that. And the reason why this is so important is because when someone comes into your business, they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, again, you set the standard. So if someone comes in and you say, okay, it's going to take you six months to promote to this level, I'm just going to be honest, guys, it's going to take them six months because you've just set the standard for what's going to happen. If you tell someone it's going to take you about a week to promote to this level, that's usually how long it will take them <laughs> because, again, you have set the standard. The next thing to focus on is your team sales or volume um, and just kind of watching that and evaluating and saying, okay, you know, what can I do to help support my team and encourage us to meet our meet and exceed the goals that are set? All right. As well as team recruiting, you know, how can you create this culture of other people sharing the business and it not just being you're the only one sharing the business? And then as time, you know, moves on, and if you are already an upper level leader listening to this, you know that developing leaders is a huge part of growth and contributing to the success of your team. 
Uh, but if you are just a brand new leader, I wouldn't necessarily concern yourself with that just yet. Now we want you to, right? I want you to encourage to develop leaders and grow, but I would encourage you more than anything to ensure that you have onboarding in place before you start doing that. Because here's why you want to market leadership. And in order to do that, you want to feel like the people on your team are going to want to feel like they are supported by you and that you have systems in, in place to support them before they bring people in, right? Because if you're like, okay, who else wants to promote? And you have someone who's maybe not as confident and they come in and they're like, you know, I would love to do that, but like, I don't feel confident training people. But if you're like, hey, don't worry, I have an onboarding system already in place, then they're going to be more confident because it's just part of what your team has. It's part of the community. It's part of the expectation is that everyone recruits, everyone promotes because you are a team and you're collaborating together. And it's not just the, you know, Becky show, or it's not just the whatever show, right? And it's not necessarily even about the company or the products. It's more or less the community and the culture of developing others that you have created. And then finally, um, you know, recognize what you want repeated, right? So recognition is a huge, um, I think, uh, you know, focus for people in this industry and it should, as it should be, right? Because so many times people are working at jobs where they are not getting recognized or even just moms in general, right? Like if a lot of women, I think are drawn to this industry because of how they feel, it feels good to be recognized and rewarded for things that, you know, you may not get recognized for at home, you know, doing the dishes and the laundry and putting your kids to bed and reading them 17 books to make them happy, right? You're not going to get recognition for that all the time. Sometimes you might, but most of the time you don't. And so it feels good to be recognized. And a lot of times people will do more for that than they will for any kind of paycheck or incentive. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true, right? It feels good for someone to say, wow, I'm so proud of you. That was amazing, right? And so think about how it feels when you get recognized and you need to be doing that for the people on your team and in your community. So finally, at this point, you probably don't have leaders on your team, but after all of these things and systems have been put in place, the next thing you're going to want to do is to focus on essentially where you're going to make the most money. Now, that may sound bad, but listen up, okay? Where the commission structure, you know, comes from, it's it's different in every company. But I want to encourage you to think about this. The people that you develop in usually your first generation or first line or whatever it's called different things those people are the people you need to develop and spend the most time with. And then after that, right, you can connect with essentially everyone on your team. But the reason why that is so important is because when those people are developed and becoming strong, influential leaders, they're going to develop more leaders, right? So you really want to, it's almost worth pouring more into three, four, five people and helping them become these incredible powerhouse leaders so that they can then develop three, four, five, you know, more people. And over time, you just repeat the process. Don't obsess over trying to develop every single person because there's going to be, there are going to be people who say they want to promote and they're just going to give you a bunch of lip service and they're not going to do anything or follow through. And those are the people that you need to bless and release. 
Instead, focus on the people that are bringing in money, they're recruiting, you know, they're bringing in sales, they are recruiting, they're, you know, helping move the needle in your team, you know, in the success of your team, they show up to things, those are the people you need to be investing in. You know, at the end of the day, of course, you want to still do some type of support or recognition and that kind of thing for your entire organization. But it's not necessarily something that a new leader is going to be terribly concerned about. So just to kind of recap, when you are a brand new leader, the first thing you should always do is take a pause and reflect. What is it that I want from my business? And what am I willing to consistently show up and do five out of seven days a week, right? Because we don't want to be too burnt out. What are you willing to consistently show up and do? And then once you've established that, kind of start with the end in mind, start with the goal and decide, okay, what does my personal business need to look like? What does my personal team need to look like? Like the volume, how many people, you know, do I need to be promoting? And then moving forward, how can I recognize what I want repeated on my team? If this was something that you were like, oh my gosh, I needed to hear this. I'm a brand new leader. Or maybe you have been stuck in the same place that you're a leader and you're like, you know what, I've kind of been um, in the same you know, place for a couple years or months, or you're just ready to scale and step it up and get to that next level in your business, then we would love for you to be a part of Multiply 2.0. Oh my goodness, we have the best, and I know it sounds crazy, but I really truly believe if I had had this, you know, information and these resources early in my business, I would have probably grown 10 times faster than I did. And I had phenomenal success. I consider myself very successful in this industry. I love, and I'm so passionate about what it can do for others, but man, this is an incredible opportunity. So our doors close very soon. As I said, April 14th, um, we are cutting off registration in about a week. Um, so if you are interested in being a part of this, we would love to have you. And if you're just, if you're listening to this and it's after April 14th and you're like, oh man, I missed it, then stay tuned because we will have another one launching in late summer, early fall. And if you are not a part of our thriving tribe community, we would love for you to be, that is a free community that you can join where we will, you know, Continue to, of course, mark, market the Multiply program, but we're also going to be doing free master classes and, um, you know, just sharing and providing a ton of value that we just feel like is so impactful and would help you guys in your business. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.